Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Unscripted. As always, we hope you enjoy this one and we will catch you in the episode. So over the last week, I feel like life has just been so busy that by the end of the week, I don't even realize that it's the end of the week. By the end of the week, I'm like, oh wait, it's Saturday? I thought it was Monday. And then I find myself like super tied out. So basically what I'm trying to say is my week has been like super, 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 super busy. And then we're to Virginia. And then I realized Monday, I was like, man, I haven't taken time to like sleep. Yeah, anyways, sorry, that was like a run back. What, of what is sleep? I really don't know what sleep is, bro. Can you explain I find less me? of it. I find, Facts. bro, I can't wake up past or later than like eight now. My body just wakes up. I woke up today at 745. That's I was good. Like, it makes you a productive human being. Yeah. It I've, does. I've always but, looked at it. If you look, if you wake up at like 12 or 1, 1 p.m., it's like your day's gone. I've never oh, been yeah, able I don't to do, do that. that. Never in my life have I ever been able to like go to bed at two o'clock in the morning and wake up at one. Oh, not. Never. Oh my gosh, yes. All the way until like 10th grade, I stayed up to like 5 a.m. playing video games and then woke up. So never. the funny thing is, is when it comes to my sleep, I go to bed at 10, but I don't go to bed at 10. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like I, I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Here, I, watch this, watch this, ready? So I go to sleep at 10. Say it's like, two three ish i wake up go back to sleep and it's like four go up i wake up again it's five so every hour increment i'm up so i don't get good sleep past like two o'clock yeah do you have like insomnia or something no just wake up no i just wake up try taking melatonin gummies i have those things are fire bro i have a whole no no no, hold on i I have a whole thing over here (laughs) you're not supposed to but i know you but the thing is is like those those Buckets that they have, they sell them. Mm-hmm. Buckets, bro, huh? Not the buckets. You just take <laughs> buckets. Bro, there was a that TikTok guy was eating gummies, but it wasn't gummies. It was melatonin. And he looks down, and he's like, "Oh, I'm dead." <laughs> I don't think oh it gosh. can kill you, but it's definitely not good to take. Yeah, bro, he amounts. ate the whole thing, the whole tub of melatonin. But you just thought it was gummies. Imagine if he went Dude. to a coma. Bro, he's probably gonna sleep yeah. for like all day. Like two, he three days. For, he's gonna be out. Yeah, I was gonna say he slept for a week. Yeah, he's gonna it's be bad. out, bro. I want to do that. Sleep for like uh, a week. I wonder how long I could stay up after uh, I like slept straight that up, long. Though. Imagine if you were in a coma. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Not in a bad way. Imagine <laughs> if you were in a coma. The best sleep you'll ever have in your life. Okay, but I don't know that you wake up feeling refreshed. But would you though? wake up drowsy? Would you wake? You would up definitely like, wake up. Your body would be overslept. If you were in a coma, definitely you're gonna be drowsy. Because I was watching this Friends episode, and there's this guy oh, who was in a go. coma. <laughs> what? I love Friends. <laughs> he was in a coma because he got hit by an ambulance truck, but because of Monica and Phoebe. Because <laughs> all I wanted to say was hi. He, they thought he was like the most sexiest man in the world. Oh. So then he got See, hit. Let by me tell you something about lust. <laughs> 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 It'll so, put you out. <laughs> so he got hit by an ambulance truck, and for like a week straight, they like shaved him, did all these things, <clears throat> like combed his hair, and they started getting like jealous over each other because they wanted him. But like hmm. the whole entire time, I'm like, I'm not even focusing about the whole Monica and Phoebe thing. I'm like, man, it must feel good to be in a coma because you sleep for like a week. Did you hear about the guy? I think it was like middle of last year who woke up from a coma in like the middle of COVID, and he'd been in a coma for like three years, I think, and it's like. Just imagine being, you're already missing so much in three years, yeah. especially in our day and age. Like, bro, in three years, we went from flip phones to like freaking touch phones, you know? That's a little dramatic, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so imagine waking up, but then you wake up and the whole world's different. Facts. Like, you have to wear a mask, you can't go outside, all that stuff. I would be so. I don't know. I, in an alternate life, I wouldn't mind going into a coma for like six years and then waking up and being like, whoa. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> no, I respect that. It's your life funny, decision. Though, it's like, I don't feel, I don't, I've, I've had like the same scenario as that guy. Not obviously being in a coma for three years, but I have. <laughs> Jeremy's like, I've like, been there. Really, Jeremy? No, no. But like, it, it must be very overwhelming. Because when I first think of that, like the first memory that came into my mind was when I was younger, I had very bad asthma and I'd have to get hospitalized for it. So I'd be in a hospital and uh, they would put it like a breathalyzer on me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. And they did it in the middle of the night. So there's a guy crawling in my bed. Yeah. Taking like one of those nose things to put to your mouth. Yeah. And he's like, shh. Like, oh, my god. Don't move. I'm like, okay, I'm about to get kidnapped. I'm going to die today. And all it is is just me trying to get breath in my lungs. Nice. But they would do that like every night. But I didn't realize it. And my mom was scared out of her mind. She thought it was somebody else, too. But because you couldn't see it was really dark. And nebulizers are really loud, too. Yeah. They're like a very loud machine. And they're like, make sure you breathe in. Yeah. If you don't, it's like. Can you? Okay, as a fellow 
person who has asthmatic. Asthma. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> it, but I did. I was going to, but I was like, this sounds nerdy. Someone who identifies with asthma. <laughs> yeah. Can you, right now in your mind, remember the taste of albuterol? Yes, it's like a dry, salty taste. Salty. It's like, you know, when you're like sucking on like a jawbreaker or something like that. Yeah. It's like. It's like yeah. that, bro. It's yeah. disgusting. You, oh, here, here's a better description. You know how if your teeth get dry mm-hmm. and you put your lip like on your yeah. teeth and it gets stuck? That's what it felt like. When I had braces, I would wake up and my mouth would be like crusted shut Ugh. and like my lips stuck to my braces in the beginning. Were yeah. you dehydrated? No, it was just, I don't know why. It was just like, I have no clue why really, but I would just wake up and like my lip would be like, <laughs> oh, you guys can't see. It would be like suction cup to my braces. <laughs> Imagine everyone, I'm glad my pain is visual. funny to you guys. Every, everyone listening to the podcast looks at their phone. Oh my, oh my gosh, what did it look like? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ew. I so want to quote Jeremy out of context. So what you're telling me is out of context. Out of context. Let's just take this conversation in a different conversation. Oh boy. Okay. A man crawled in your bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> to put a mask on your face. And to put a mask on your face. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> he crawled, he fully yeah, right? crawled in your crawled bed. Crawled in my bed. Crawled on my bed and told I you to sh- crawled my, told me to be quiet because at the at, I understand why he did but it doesn't help like he wanted me to Let's stay pray, quiet guys. not to yell you know what I mean yeah. not to be like oh my gosh yeah but I just I'm gonna feel freak out like a medical professional should know not to be like hey <laughs> but it was the middle of the <laughs> like, night what it was the middle of the night sorry I feel like I'd rather wake you up yeah but then he could be afraid of what they're doing if he hasn't but no no I've done that before plenty then of times why the heck dude i'd be way more afraid when the dude unless, crawled in my bed and said i guarantee you, i don't understand why he crawled in your bed <laughs> grown behind man crawled in my bed all right all right all right next question what it seems like it just it sounds like what i picture is literally this this guy getting on his knees like like almost straddling jeremy on his knees going like what is he santa claus I picture James. I picture James with his hair like slicked back and, and like just, nah. just like, no. It was, like I said, it was just a grown man. I'm sleeping. My mom is like sitting on the, the chair sleeping because she's there the whole entire time. Just puts a whole breath, lies on my face, and then I woke up. Bro, but did like, you feel better afterwards? Yeah, did I mean, you I was fine breathing. Did you breathe? Oh. I was breathing way before he was even putting it on. Oh. Well, I this just like makes so, it really weird then yeah, that thinking, you were fine it, when he did it. I, I guess it was some like an, not annual, like some. Uh, well, you're supposed to take it every so many hours. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Hourly, that's the word. Yeah. But I don't know. So it's like, wait. So he did it every hour? No, no, no. no. It was oh. it was like almost every six hours or so. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I wonder if that's why you wake up every. But hour I don't remember. Now. I because uh, that's the only night I can remember he was actually doing. And he's been laughing. Yeah, like, she's like the whole podcast. <laughs> No, it's like, to me, it's, bro, why is a grown man in my bed, bro? That is very weird. Hold on. In context, if you skip in this podcast, it's not sus, but it's just, it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced as a kid. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Why? Because a grown man put a breathalyzer to my face? I mean, if, if, what what happened? Um, it's nothing embarrassing though, to be honest. It's just creepy. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry, that's I can't. I can't stop like acting out that the acting it out in my head. Like well, it's, I just like it's not like a man just well, tiptoeing. The thing is, it's just like <laughs> the more dramatic I get, the funnier it gets. Yeah. So the first time, you know, I pictured like, oh, like a nurse walks in your room, put no, a breath this is grown man. Then I pictured like he like slides through the door. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, okay, after that he like flings the door open and like puts his arm on the wall. <laughs> and then, the next one, I'm like. He's like prouncing his way. Hey, yo. <laughs> nah, he just crawled, got up into my bed. Winks at your mom. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Now that's hard. I can't do it. Right. And we're stopping. That's, that's, that's my story. Yeah. Asthmatic people, baby. If you know me, we went from busy to nurses doing unconventional <laughs> things. Well, no, because you, we were talking about sleep. Oh, you know, so, so. yeah. Which I got really good sleep last night. I get a lot of sleep here lately. True. Lots of sleep. Not me though. <laughs> you guys said. Tristan, he hasn't choked. Yet. I have plenty of other stories. 
No, 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 please. We don't want to. No, 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 no. Man, you make it sound like I'm a bad guy. <laughs> no, that dude was weird yeah, for weird. climbing in your bed. Tell me to. Sh- um. Yeah. What yeah. So sleep. We got to change that conversation. So we're gonna <laughs> we talk about from, the rest of the Lord. <laughs> the rest of the Lord. We, we went from melatonin <laughs> to straight asthmatic. <laughs> story that i've had bro let me tell you when i went from when i was staying with my brother for like a month and when we were like in transition of houses when i went from sleeping on the couch to my bed oh dude oh man oh dude the lord is good <laughs> he provides me a complete delay hey just say he's a comfort that be- well hey. that bed <laughs> that dude oh sleeping in a bed is so over underrated yeah, that's facts hey off topic this is gonna be weird. Um, this is another like little thing that I used to grow up with. So when if you're if you're oh, sleeping, freak. we're going back to sleep. By the way, if you're sleeping, right, and you have your your blanket or your comforter, whatever it is. No, we're not talking about the grown man. Stop laughing, Sydney. And you have a comforter on, and your foot is outside the comforter. Did you ever feel like when you're younger you're gonna get snatched? And yes. Then you're gone. Well, my no. brothers would hide under my bed and grab my feet when <laughs> I would get that. So oh yes, absolutely. Bro, every time, even if it was I was hot, bro. I have to have my whole body under my comfort. Well, it would only be if my foot was hanging off the bed. Okay. Because I normally sleep like with barely the blanket on me. Okay. Because I like to be cold. Bro, I, I like to be, be freezing when I sleep. Bro. Like cold. Yeah. And I used to be scared out of my mind. <clears throat> well, that was only when I, once I stopped watching horror movies, I didn't really get like scared of that stuff anymore. And then once I learned that your brain does that weird thing where if you like are in a dark room and you think somebody's in the corner, it'll start to like. You see, like, visualize something in the corner. Oh my gosh, that was my whole childhood. Facts. You know why, bro? I'll tell you another story. I'm sorry. I have a lot of, a lot of stories. So you never this, talk, so it's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead, Jeremy. So, um, when I was younger, my aunt and I love her to death. We watched the movie Paranormal Activity. Oh no. Yeah, but I was young. Yeah, I watched those. Um, Not me. And the the movie, I was like nine or something like that. And we're watching it. It's going, it's going. And we're all sleeping outside in the living room at the time because we had like a little sleepover. So my brother's freaking out. He he slept, but like the pillow, like covering his face. My sister went to the bathroom, stayed in the bathroom for like eight years while the movie was playing. And then there was me. I was watching it. I watched from beginning to the end, which I regret. And when we were watching it, the movie finished, we all go to bed. I remember I was on a mattress and... It got to the point where if my body or like something touched the floor, I felt like something bad was going to happen. So I was like this the entire time standing up. Oh. I fell asleep s- sitting up because I was oh so nervous mm-hmm. that something was going to happen. It was crazy. I watched all of the paranormal activities, <laughs> all of the conjurings up until like the most recent one because I stopped watching horror movies or up until like the second one because then I was like, okay, I'm not watching movies like that anymore. I watched Insidious those oh movies those scarred me bro <laughs> like there's a scene in insidious where there's like a like a little demon i guess you could say like up in the corner of the baby's room and uh, like up until i was at least 15 every time i would turn the lights off that would be something i think of was like a little thing in the corner of the room or up until up until I don't know, like fourteen, maybe thirteen, fourteen, I would turn the lights on before I went in the bathroom because there's a scene where they turn the lights on in the bathroom and there's like somebody standing in the mirror. So I would like reach around and like turn the lights on <laughs> and then walk in. So I've I made do that decision. now so I don't step on a roach or something. You know that that makes huh. me beg the question though: <laughs> is why does the world continuously praise the devil mm. rather than God? You know, like we would rather make movies or TV shows and involve something in a bad manner rather mm-hmm. than a good manner. When we're trying to, in the world, we're trying to spread positivity and all this other stuff. But well, in reality, think, why are we putting that I think there? the basis of it is... <clears throat> hmm. Would you say because so, of content, so to speak? Well, no, I would say so for people who do know, well, then they don't love the Lord. And if you don't love the Lord, you love evil. There's white and black. So I would say if for the people that do know, they just subconsciously love it. Or for the people that don't know, they're just deceived into thinking, oh, it's not that big a deal. Like, most people watch a horror movie and it's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. But for, I think, that's why most Christians, you won't find them, like, thriving. Or not thriving, but just being, like, super intrigued with horror movies. Because we understand that, hey, a lot of this stuff 
is like reality. Um, so I would say that either mainly deception. I would say that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not sorry. I don't. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I mean, for Christian people, I think what they do is they get stuck on it's thrilling. Like, I mean, that's the whole point is like to get your adrenaline going, I guess. Like Tyler likes scary movies, but he doesn't watch um horror films or things with spirits i think maybe he did as a teenager saw one or two maybe but um that's not something that you know we entertain our time with but i saw what did i see it was house of wax and i was like 10 years old i want to say and it was rated r and it was so scary to me and it probably watching it now wouldn't be that scary but it scarred me or wonder stranger calls again to people who watch scary movies, not that scary. To me, changed my life. I can't. Wa- my life. <laughs> I can't walk into dark rooms like like Keegan said. I got to turn the light on before I walk into a room. Like it scared me. And my my thing is, is I'm already kind of like a fearful person, so I can't add fear out of my own doing. So you know, God said He doesn't give us a spirit of fear. That's always my thing. That's always my argument. Be careful, little eyes, what you see, little ears, what you hear, feet where you go. You know, you really have to protect your heart from those things that, like you're saying, really are evil and real. So I've never watched anything that has possession or demons or anything yeah. like that. I know there's like a lot of Christians too that they like argue with, um, cause my thing is like, I always say that like stuff like that opens doors. Mm-hmm. So like, um, and they're always just like, oh, well, I mean, I have Jesus, so I can just like pray afterwards. And like, it's just counteracted. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like you're literally every single time you do that, like you're opening a door and yes, like you have Jesus and like, yeah, you can pray and whatever like that. But if it's something that you're like welcoming in your heart like that, like where you're just like, you don't like you're you're like accepting it it's not like you're rejecting it whenever you pray to jesus to rebuke it because in your heart you know you're going to do it again so you're like leaving the door open you're not really like wanting it to leave because your heart didn't change so it's like one of those things where i feel like people i don't know i know because i used to watch scary movies when i was younger too and it's just like it is addicting because you're doing something that you know is like kind of like ooh, like this isn't supposed to be good like mm-hmm. you know and when people do stuff like that their curiosity peaks and right so yeah like i agree with what caitlin was saying too and what keegan said and jeremy but like basically like it's really like i feel like it's a lot of an adrenaline thing for me it was at least and then i realized like hey this stuff is real and then like i actually like witnessed like i saw things spiritually not after a scary movie per se but just like i've witnessed like literally physically with my own eyes seeing like spirits like that that i had to rebuke and stuff like that where i'm just like like i just know how real it is and i'm just like that's just too real dude i've heard too many stories to ever open that window the person who how do i say this word officiated officiated um our wedding um he was my my Sunday school teacher and as kids he just didn't he didn't um sugarcoat things when we were children and he told us so many crazy stories about demon possession um uh witches things that he's been in contact with personally things that demons that have tried to attack him personally as a pastor you know, mm-hmm. and even though those things aren't present in his life, they still tried to attack him, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me as a kid to never go near anything like that. Cause I was like, dude, I don't want any of that. And he wasn't like dabbling in anything, uh, witchcraft related or demonic or anything like that, but it was sin in his life when he was young, before he met God, that he had to really work through that lingered with him into his adulthood. And I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. you better just keep me from it all. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, I agree with you on that due to the fact that my father, his dad, or rather I should just say my grandfather, my dad would tell me a story about him where he, my dad served the Lord at the time, but he didn't. And my grandfather drank a lot and did some other stuff, but he remember him coming home one day and seeing his dad 
like way different from what he's always seen his father. And he remember, and my, and my grandfather is not tall, and he's not like the biggest, strongest, like looking in the man of the world. I mean, he is strong, but he is only five, five, maybe a little bit less than that. Um, very short guy. Um, but he got home. My dad's looking at his dad, and he, he just has a drink, a drink in his hand, and then he has the whole couch on his other hand lifted up with one arm. And my dad oh, walks I think you in, told me this before. And my yeah. dad walks in, and he's freaking out. Yeah. He leaves the house immediately. And my dad told me that from this day on, he's like, I don't want you, like, obviously, I've, to me, I have the best dad in the world. But he's like, this is why we don't make you watch horror movies. We right. don't do this, because I know what I've seen my dad do, and I know what the enemy has done. Yeah. So I don't want you ever to dabble in that. Even if you're out of this house, he tells it to all three of us, to me, my sister, my brother. He's like, I don't want you to ever do that because if I see that happening to you guys or vice versa, mm-hmm. his heart's going to break. Yeah. So it's like, I think I take that to heart. For right. me, uh, once once I started finding out like the truth, I guess you could say, about spiritual things, like as far as like demonic things go, I was less appealed to watch Hollywood's version of it. Because although it's not completely true, but you do open doors and you do allow your mind to, to think on things and dwell on things and fear and all that stuff, which then seeps into your heart, which seeps into your spirit, which seeps into your relationship, which seeps. In. So it's like the little things that that grow into big things. But I guess if we're talking like stories, my well, once I started praying for people, really, and like the Lord was delivering people through me and I've seen like I, I've literally like ward with somebody i guess you could say over like spiritual things or like demonic things i was like why on earth would i watch a movie about what i'm rebuke about what i'm fighting why would i watch a movie about and majority of the time they end in in the demon winning why would i watch a movie a fantasy on their victory so it just never made sense to me and then i guess since we were talking about stories my dad's dad dad's dad yeah. Your grandfather. No, but I'm just trying to make sure it's my dad's dad. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Stepdad. No, no, no. I Wait, just wait. Yeah, my dad's dad, he did uh, brujeria. I'm trying to make sure it was him that was doing it, not... Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and he... You care to explain what that means to others? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, it, it's basically just witchcraft. Okay. It's, uh, I think it's a mix of like witchcraft and catho- Catholicism. Catholicism. I think they, they use like island type witchcraft from like the Bahamas and stuff like that and then mix it with Catholicism, um, I think. So basically my dad had like a story where there was a Woody Woodpecker painting on the wall and he remembers as a kid like it jumping off the wall and running around the house or he would see like tall figures at night walking around his house but his brother had like, this was like after his brother had got like kicked out, he hadn't seen his brother and God knows ever. Um, or like cats running around the house, but they didn't have any cats. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like once I heard all that and then also knowing who my dad's dad is as or who he was as a person and then seeing it directly involved with that, I just want no part of that. You know, like yeah. I just don't want like I'm light. Why would I dwell in any type of darkness? You know, yeah. um, that's a that's seriously one of the best points is we have to if we're going to follow Christ, we have to constantly think about if what we're talking about, the music we're listening to, the TV shows we watch, the movies we watch, if the Lord would delight in the fact that we entertain ourselves with it. And that is really loaded because it's really hard in this day and age to find anything that's not inappropriate. You can't watch a children's movie without there being some type of sexual innuendo that the kids don't understand, you know. but you understand. Yeah, like Cat in the Hat. Oh my gosh, is for real? Are you kidding? Yeah. It's so bad. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It's know so that bad. Cat in the Hat is absolutely terrible. Um, what other one? There is like that part you in know. Lilo and Stitch where the one alien dresses like a girl, and he's like, "Ooh," uh, but he's a boy yeah. dressing like a girl, and. You know, it's just desensitizing you to the things that the Lord calls us out from. Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I loved Lilo and Stitch. My nieces love that. And Lilo and Stitch, they're they're disguising. 
to catch Stitch. But it's, he puts on the, girls' clothes yeah. and goes, ooh, I'm so pretty. But and it, then for the rest of the movie, dresses like a girl. Um, but he does enjoy it, so to speak. Right. Like he doesn't... I think at one time he dropped, like, his wig falls off. Yeah. And he's like, oh! Like, yeah. I know it's right. a part of the act. We, right. It's a part of the act, but at the same time, he is showing delight in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like some people have a problem with Tyler Perry's Mendia because it's a man dressing like a woman. Oh, You know my. what I mean? It, they do. They have a problem with it. I don't really have a problem with it's it. It's acting. He plays every the character thing in that is, movie. But the thing is, is it's not... Um, it's not like Mrs. Doubtfire where a man is playing a woman and he's like a made-up character. Medea is like supposed to be a woman. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like... So people have problems with Mrs. Doubtfire as well. But with Medea, they're like, well, I just don't like it either because why couldn't a woman play it? And I'm like, well, well because he created They're her. not yeah. funny enough to play So that's... But that's a big argument because... <laughs> Well, if you show a kid something like Mrs. Doubtfire and you see him going from being a man to being a woman to being a man to being a woman, your child can get confused. I guess I understand the argument, but I just But that's where I it think, starts. I think mm. You know what I mean? That's where it starts. It's the little things that we allow our kids to see that have made this generation feel like biblical truth doesn't matter anymore. I, I understand so I agree. Bible says not to cross dress. I, I agree on that. I agree. I'm not arguing any of the points. What I'm saying is like, it's he's acting like in the movie. So here's the thing. So in the movie, that is a woman, right? Right. He plays a woman, a a straight woman that likes men, that in the movie never changes to a man. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. Some people don't like. I'm that. not saying you have I don't a problem. Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm love media. We overall. own like yeah. almost all of the movies, but I'm there are a like, lot of people that don't like that. I mean, I I guess I understand. I understand where they're coming from. I just think it's a little yeah extra. But like just the thing with Lilo and Stitch, and then there's men. I can't even say the things that they say in Cat in the Hat because it's that inappropriate. Really, man, I, yeah. yeah. Next time I watch Cat in the Hat, I'm gonna have to, like, pay attention. Not watch it, I guess. There's just Don't. one specific thing that I read or that that I read that I watched as a kid and I was like we would start repeating it and my mom was like don't you dare. So then it was like a movie that we weren't allowed to watch. You know, it was a show that I understood why I wasn't supposed to watch Courage of the Cowardly Dog. Oh yeah, yeah we weren't allowed to watch anything on Cartoon Network. I did watch it oh. cuz I was younger, but why, why not? Because it's it very inappropriate. Bad. Oh, when I look back yeah. I'm like Whoa, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, we weren't allowed to that. watch Dexter, we weren't allowed Dexter? to watch SpongeBob cuz SpongeBob what? was like an adult swim show. What? And everything is an innuendo. Everything. What? Okay. Well, yes. first off, for uh, Curse the Cowardly Dog, yes, because there's literally... It's bad. It's supposed yeah. to be like a scary TV show for kids, but like there's like literally, I remember like looking back at the episodes, like as I got older and seeing like literally there was one where there was like a demon in the mattress and like stuff like that. So then that's when I was like, wow, this, I didn't even realize when I was a kid that this was like such a bad show. And now that I'm older and I see that, I'm like, well, uh. I do agree. Majority of the stuff that we, that we see on TV is like, especially on kids channels is like, bro, what am I? I was watching a show the other day and a ho and when I was in Virginia in my hotel room, just turned on, you know, Disney, why not? I don't know, watch something else. Right. And I'm I'm watching this show and this little this kid, I was like, This cartoon character is full blown gay. There's no way he's not gay. Yeah. And I'm like which whatever, I love I love people, I'm not saying anything. I'm just mind blown at the fact that I remember when I was growing up. It, that was that was like an adult thing for yeah. somebody for that for the idea very of, taboo to involve yeah, children in that yeah that for the idea of a controversial subject or a subject involving sexual things of mm -hmm. any nature mm -hmm. was not on Nickelodeon Nick Jr on any of that it was yeah. at Nick at Night or Adult right. Swim because there was like a, a separation Nick at night. there was a separation of like oh these are children we shouldn't involve them yeah. in controversial things but rather let them grow up innocent and now it's now it's converted to well whatever we want to be innocent, now let's innocent. brainwash our children at a young age to make them think yeah. that this is normal but here's the thing so I, I like to look at both perspectives so from from the christian perspective or i guess from our perspective that it is that hey um we are literally training these kids in sin with minds of sin right but from the worldly perspective it's well we're just raising them it's how do i say this I feel like they don't realize it, which is it's deception. 
they're deceived into thinking, oh, okay, well, this is just right now. We, we've realized that we were wrong about this, so we changed it. Mm-hmm. But, but like the Bible says, you know, good will be thought as evil and evil will be thought as good. And we see it before our eyes now. Right. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you look at both sides, I think it helps us attack the situation better. Right. Because if we look at just our side, we go, well, you're brainwashing our children. But they're just going to be like, what do you, what? No, I'm, I'm not trying to. But if we are like, hey, this is wrong. This is why this is wrong. This is the love of Jesus. Let it change your heart. And they're like, oh, we're brainwashing our children. <laughs> and then they pull back. Yes and no. I don't okay. think we're at a time anymore where people even are willing to have a conversation yeah. like that. Well, I think okay, it's just, oh, will you hate me? And it's like, no, actually, I quite love you. Mm. But because it doesn't go with their their life, they feel like you're attacking them because everyone's a victim nowadays. You can't have a conversation if you don't agree. So I think, yes, it has to be done in love, but at the same time, it also has to be truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like in the, the movie Zootopia, first of all, love that movie, it's good right? Movie. It's all about a rabbit who wants to be a police officer. Let her, <laughs> let her be a police officer, right? It's a good movie. But the whole narrative is try anything. You can be anything you want. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. you want. It's fine. You know, just because you're not supposed to do this doesn't mean that, you know, you shouldn't just at least try once in your life. And it's like that narrative is so dangerous so dangerous. it can be good but it can also be bad it can be yeah like it we can should be dream but yeah. at the same time we shouldn't like the the whole message is really teaching the children you can be whatever you want to be which yeah you can be a dog if you want to no you can't you can you, can't. you can be a car if you want to no you can't you know what i mean so that's that's a problem with i have with sitting in your garage all day long right you'll never be a car I'll never be a car yeah and no matter how much i desire it or you know, you try to make yourself something. There are just things that are absolutely impossible. You know, I remember the story of a missionary who was a missionary in Egypt and she was a nurse. And she found herself in a car going to a far out village to help some people. But she found herself in a car with three men. Of course, they're three Muslim men because, mm-hmm. you know, and whatnot. Right. But she could tell that two of them were, she knew two of them were leaning more towards like the traditional heart i wouldn't i don't how do i say this i don't know the word for it i guess you could say like jihadist side i don't know if that's okay, the correct like radical. word radical yeah sorry radical um and then one in the back was sitting with her and they asked her the question see, i think i've told you guys this story she asked her the question um well who are you christian like what do you believe do you believe mm-hmm. in allah do you believe in jesus and she she knew that based on how she could answer this question, she could die. Like right. she was in the middle of nowhere, deserts on both sides of the roads. They could very much kill this woman from America and leave her there and nobody would ever know. Is it, I wonder, is it legal or is it illegal to be a missionary over there? Is it like something that, uh, um, it, in India it is, yeah. yeah, but not, we don't know about Egypt. Uh, I don't no, know. I don't believe so. It's not illegal, but it is. Well, there are extremists in, yeah, in every like religion. The way she preached the gospel is that she had a movie. Uh, of the of the bible translated to their language so she would give it to people but like on the low Mm -hmm. um so anyway so she's driving out there and she says that instead of answering the question of yes i believe in jesus um she asks the guy she goes uh i don't think you want to argue about religion and he said no i'm tired of talking about religion i'm tired of talking about rules she said uh so then let's talk about the love of jesus so then and I'm saying this because I think that story is a perfect narrative on how we address things nowadays. Because in a, in a culture where you can't correct uh, or you can't, um, yeah, correct, you can't provide cor- correction, the, the most important thing we can do is say, hey, listen, there's no debate that there's a disagreement on what's wrong right now, on this is sin and this is not sin, or this is sin and this isn't sin. You know, there's, there's, no, de- there's no debate that we disagree. Right. But, it, but if we look at it, what brought us all to that moment where we realized that it was sin? It wasn't It wasn't like somebody going like this. It was when the love of Jesus changed our heart and we went, hey, I no longer want to watch pornography. Hey, I no longer want to drink. Hey, I no longer want to do this. Hey, I no longer want to sleep around. So so, I'm, so what I'm saying is like the perfect way to address the problem of, hey, you're brainwashing our kids or hey, you're, hey, this is sin and you don't know it or hey, is let's stop talking about what's all right and wrong and let's just start being people of love which let me let me preface we do need to make a distinction of what is right and wrong and stand on what is right and then stand against what is wrong we do need to say hey this is wrong 
but I can't, in my life, I can't remember a moment where somebody came through Christ through me because I told them how wrong they were. I was going to say, you don't ever start off saying, this brainwashes our kids. That's not going to get you anywhere. It's yeah, just going to yeah, get them yeah. defensive. But I'm not talking to unsaved people in the room, which is why I said that. I'm yeah. talking to saved people where I say, well, no, well, as. Well, Caitlin, go ahead. Well, as a Christian, this is where we stand. You know, this mm. is, this is how we have to look at things. Yeah. And, you know, like you're saying, you don't, you don't care that, you know, Robin Williams dressed up like Mrs. Doubtfire. And neither do I. But there are people out there that care. I don't know who Mrs. Doubtfire is. What? Are you what? kidding? Get out. Hey, Get Keegan. out. Walk You've out. You've never seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Hey, Keegan. I've never either. <gasps> yeah. What in the I world? What? All right. Keegan's like Miss Doubtfire. What movie like, is it? From like this. Is, is the movie called Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. yes. Robin, Williams Robin Williams gets a divorce from his wife. And he's basically just a really lazy husband. And he gets a divorce from his wife. And he dresses up like a woman to become their nanny, to spend more time with them because he's losing his that. kids. I've seen it like once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you? Oh my God. All right. Then we're going to have to, I'm when you guys cultures. come over, we're watching Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, well. It's oh, so Robin good. Oh, Robin Williams is dead, isn't he? Yeah. You know Sad what moment. we didn't know? I heard this the other day and his son said that he actually had undiagnosed Parkinson's disease. Oh, word. Yeah. On top of him being extremely like depressed yeah depressed but he had undiagnosed parkinson's which good lord almighty i can't even imagine i remember the movie uh what was it the good doctor or something like that where he plays a he plays a doctor who autistic i don't know he plays a doctor who is a he's a professional that's a show he's a professional rich doctor and he basically withdraws from his job and starts his own office or medical practice i guess you could say um that's completely free and it's like on the edge of a mountain. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. And he ends up like jumping off the mountain at the nope. end and kills himself. It. Nope, never seen it. Oh, all right. Was Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams, oh. the guy that played the genie, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams. I just. Hmm. No, I've never seen that. What is it? Is it the Good Doctor? That. The Good Doctor is a TV show now, but I guess it could be yeah, have been a movie. Maybe it's not. The yeah, good he's doctor. autistic and he's extremely. I'm gonna find. Star. You guys continue this conversation. I'm gonna find this out. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, just to like kind of talk about, um, yeah, to I know that I mean, I I don't want to say it like I'm the only one that goes through this because I know I'm not, but I just it's like always in my life, so like it's just easy for me to talk about the subject of like how to approach like people that are the complete opposite in beliefs as you and then especially if they know you're christian and they try to poke at you mm-hmm. and stuff like that because literally like most of the people that i know in my life are like that so it's like i always have to like tread carefully i always have to like um make sure that i'm not like you know being i i want to be different as a christian where i'm coming in love and showing them the love of jesus but at the same time, there's a lot of the times they ask me straight up questions on purpose where they're like, do you think, you know, like, um, like sex before marriage is wrong? Yes. You cannot be like, well, I no. you have to say yes or no. Like, well, yeah. yeah. So like um, stuff like that or like um, where they'll talk about something that they're doing and I'm listening to them, but like. It's not like I have to be like, ugh, like stop. Like, you know, like I have to, but you can't also laugh at what they're saying because then they think that you're like, oh, she's like one of those Christians where she's okay with everything. Yeah. Like that's not Christian, but like basically like, like that. So it's like really weird, like how you have to like approach those people because yeah, you're like, well, Jesus like loves you and this and this and that. And like, you know, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be, you don't have to like change yourself to what how I think about it is people aren't totally confident in who Jesus made them to be and so they're tired of fighting those attacks on their mind telling them you know whatever they're telling them like oh you know you need to be stuck in depression oh accept the anxiety in your life oh accept the fact that you're attracted yeah Yeah. accept the fact that you're attracted to this other like 
gen or the same gender as you or like whatever like mm-hmm. they accept those things because it's easier to accept it and just be like you know what like i'm just gonna do this and accept it because i'm tired of fighting when they don't know that like literally jesus is waiting there to fight for them jesus Mm. is there waiting to make them confident in who they are and it's like sad because it's like dude like you're amazing like the way jesus made you and i wish you could see that and that's how like like i try to talk about it that way and most of the time it's like really like a lot of people are like understanding but then a lot of the times people get offended you know because i think when you explain the reason why we don't believe in sex before marriage or homosexuality or um what else is controversial i feel like those are the main two right now in this day and age we live in um i think when you go back to the basics and you say yes we do disagree in that but this is why god made um relationship between man and women to be the most spiritual experience that you will ever have because it's one of the only three blood covenants in the bible god made that a covenant between a man and a wife for a reason and it's supposed to be you guys becoming one with the lord so i think when we say like yes we disagree that you know we shouldn't have sex before marriage but like why yeah. Because it's so important that we protect the preciousness that is the um, the relationship between me and my husband or the relationship between me and my future husband or my future wife. You have to always be thinking about that other person. And um, I think it's just something that we have lost. We've lost the beauty of having that one true person. And I think it just has come with our world like I think that people don't even believe in your soulmate or like the person that one person in the world I think people think that you know like you can move on and find somebody else yeah. that's like you're one person and maybe if your person like biblically like maybe if your person dies or something then maybe God would bring you someone else in your life that fits that puzzle piece for you later on in your life but I feel like God really does mold one person for you in your life and what i find well first i want to correct myself on something i said earlier uh i say biblically it's very circumstantial on how to address somebody who's lost i think biblically there is no cookie cutter remedy of hey you're lost this is how we address your subject we look at the woman who got caught cheating and Mm. you you know jesus addressing her was saving her from being stoned and then saying go and sin no more we look at the the people on the left and the right hand side of the cross of Jesus. He he addressed them completely different. We look at uh, the murderer thief. Uh, was it Barabbas or Bar- Barabbas? Something like Barabbas. that. Barabbas. Yeah, there we go. I don't. I only knew it in Spanish. Barabbas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jesus addressed that very different. We look at the leper. He addressed it very different. So I think that every individual that you address requires one Holy Spirit. How do I address this person? Yeah. How do I address their need? Mm-hmm. Um what what truth do i display right now in love because the the umbrella everything under follows follows under the umbrella of love you know truth conviction judgment all that stuff follows under love um but also jumping back to what we're talking about now majority of people you ask too they will always tell you i wish i would have waited saved or not Mm -hmm. and i find no well saved or not i think almost every person i've asked has always been like I definitely, I definitely wish I would have waited for the right person to have sex. Yeah. But it, it, but it blows my mind because people keep, I'm like, you know, listen, being married to someone who did not wait, it is interesting to be in a relationship with someone who did not wait in a way that. I feel like the restoration process that has happened is so beautiful though. Oh, that's great. Because I can look at Tyler and I don't even think of yeah. anything like that. I don't think about the times before me or before what God ordained between us because well, one, it's not productive and two, it's like holding something over his head. Yeah. It's like making him feel, um, 
insecure about something that he can't change. You know what I mean? He just can't change yeah. that. And I love my husband and I want to cover him in love. And so I don't ever look at him and think about that. I think about the goodness that God has given us in our relationship that we don't have to um, be so upset about those things because we've learned from those things and we're able to heal and move on. But I will say that it is a process to have um, trust with that person because insecurities come in, you know what I mean? And it's hard to remind yourself at times like, it's not, it is a big deal, but it's not that big of a deal because I'm the person he's married to yeah, now. Yeah, I think I was, I tell myself sometimes, I think sometimes, like, I don't know if I could ever marry a person that didn't, that I wasn't the only one. Like, yeah. it, but, but I also, then I think, then I think, well, wait a minute. I, I would, I, that person wouldn't be the only woman that I've ever done things I shouldn't be doing before marriage with. I'm still a virgin, but I've, Mm-hmm. I've I've definitely had my mess ups, mm-hmm. so I think like one I can't I, I can't like be like I could never do it when I'm that person you know right but also it's just not to that extent yeah there's also if I if I marry somebody who let's say didn't get saved until they were 15 or 16 17 and they had already had sex because by that time in our culture you've had sex right um and whatever. I, I wouldn't, it, it, I think like what Caitlin said, it wouldn't be something that I, because there's a point where like you love that person. So you realize, and you also realize that's past life. You know, that's old person, old person dies, new one's born again, all that stuff. Right. You realize like, oh, I'm no longer looking at that person anymore. I'm no longer looking. And that's something I've learned in the past is that I'm no longer looking at that person. I'm looking at somebody crisis renewed. Yes. That's really good. That's yeah. really, really good. Cause I think before I got married, it was something that really bothered me. And I mean, I guess I don't want to say naturally because I'm a girl, but I think girls do worry about that stuff. Yeah. Maybe more than guys do. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Maybe it's a good equal amount. Do you honest. think so? Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, that's definitely, great. Yeah. I only say that because I don't really, outside of my husband, I don't really have guys that I would know that would, yeah. you know what I mean? So I would say for me, it really made me frustrated at times because um, Tyler had a whole life before me. You know what I mean? He lived 30 years of life before I ever met him. So that's a lot of life and a lot of life not serving God specifically. So it was like, I feel like I came into his world and it was like, okay, I had to like adjust to the normal that was him. But I didn't bring the things that he brought. I brought my own things, but they were just way different than his. And so I was so insecure about that. I will say like it would bother me and I would just be honest with him and talk with him about it. And it's like, now that we're married, I've wiped my hands with it. Well, it makes me happy to know that you guys have a healthy marriage. Like you guys have a, even because, I mean, we're close. So we talk about the things that, you know, you struggled with in your marriage and whatnot, even knowing like all the things that you struggled with in the beginning, which still the beginning, but in the beginning of your marriage, And to know that you guys are still healthy, like still happy, still in love, still all of that stuff, it makes me happy. Yeah. And it's not without its, it's not without its days that you want to karate chop that person. Because you do. You want to karate chop them. Bro. Yeah. I mean. She. (laughs) What do I do? She texted me one one day about how Tyler didn't get pizza, right? Oh, yes. Didn't get pizza and she was ready to leave. She was ready to leave the house, bro. I was like... No, 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 no. The problem was we went to his... It um, wasn't cheese. <laughs> I don't know that I can talk about this. I, I and that's why I said one night. Something happened. <laughs> Something happened. I ate dinner somewhere that I didn't like the dinner, barely ate it. And I told him on the way there, I was like, oh my gosh, we should stop here afterwards and get just a $5 pizza, right? I was so excited about it. And... He was like, well, I'm going to eat this. And I was like, okay, but like, don't fill yourself up because like, I really want to have pizza. And he was like, okay. And I don't even know if he actually said, okay, let's just preface that. So we went to the place, up, didn't boys. like the food I ate and I actually didn't even eat it. And, um, we were on our way home and I was like, all right, so excited about this pizza. Cause I'm starving. It's like seven 30 at night. I haven't eaten since noon. I'm hungry. He doesn't want it. He had three plates of this food. 
and then I'm like just so mad because I'm like well I'm not gonna get a whole pizza for myself you know what I mean that's stupid and it's just stupid and I told her that she should get a pizza and scrape everything off and leave the dough so when he gets home <laughs> and I was like amen I was like no I'll just eat what I'm gonna eat and throw the rest of it away or feed it to the dog or whatever but I actually never ended up getting pizza well to wrap things up because we're breaching an hour almost um <laughs> yeah we talked uh man we talked about a lot we talked Asthmatic about sleep <laughs> jeremy's people crawling in jeremy's bed um in in the wee hours we of the hospital room of the hospital room let me preface of the hospital <laughs> room where deliverance happens see let me tell you about the okay um okay. we talked about, about your dying at that moment <laughs> <laughs> we talked about uh man i'm having a brain fart sydney you do the re- you do the recap so we talked about sleep. We talked about scary movies and whether or not they are okay or not okay to watch as a Christian and um, the different sides of unsaved and saved people. We talked about um, Jesus and how he talks to people that are unsaved and that it's different for everybody and um, just different types of uh, things that we show our children that we shouldn't be showing our children or should be showing our children um what's okay what's not okay again with our culture mostly talked about our culture and then we just finished off with caitlin's story about <laughs> pizza marriage the difficulties of marriage with like different types of lifestyles before you guys met and then how jesus restores it and brings it together yeah. and then end it with issues with pizza and make sure yeah last but not least get caitlin her pizza yes sir you know what it's just really annoying it's very hormonal guys when you want food you just want food especially as a girl you just sometimes want what you want and when you don't get it it's the worst thing ever it is i mean maddie's bad about that too sometimes there you go boston market all the time but when she doesn't Mm. get boston market she ain't getting no boston market <laughs> well, Anyways. we love you guys. <laughs> As always, uh, man, we're thankful you guys listen. Make sure to share, follow us on Instagram at what is it? T S O L F L A. That's T S O L F L A on Instagram. And then um, backwards is A A L F L O S. Ignore Jeremy right now. <laughs> you know what, James? Cut hit, cut his audio out. Um, but yeah, man, we enjoy it. we enjoy you guys enjoying us. Uh, and as always, man, we love you guys, and we're out. Bye.